Ah, good to see you all, everyone. Welcome to the Cyclone Saturday Special. I'm Jay, of course, and before we get into the meat and potatoes of all things, let's hear how my respective co-hosts, Al and Mark, are actually handling the football conversation right now. Man, oh. I did not see that Alex Smith trade coming. I knew that they were going to trade him. I just didn't think it was going to be for the Redskins. I also didn't think the Redskins were going to re-sign Cousins either. No, I thought they were going to draft somebody and just make Colt McCoy the starter for the year as, like, you know, a stopgap because it makes no sense. In that, not only did they trade him, they gave him a four-year, $70 million extension? Damn. <laughs> well, I'm just like, what? He's going to be, like, 38 before that contract's even realized, and that team is not built to win now. It's not even close. It's amazing what they do with that money, huh? I think I know what's going to happen. Yeah. I think they are going to draft somebody. But I think Smith is going to take on that role you thought McCoy was going to take on. Because they want to have some good seasons. But we're both likely going to get rid of Cousins. They're probably going to draft somebody so that they can learn under Smith. I mean, there's no way that Smith is their long-term answer. So the question is, where are they picking in the drift? What, Redskins? I'm assuming, where would they finish? 6-10 and 10 or 7-9? and nine? Yeah, I think they're ready to go. Let's take it from the top. You're listening to the Cyclone on J360 Radio with your host, Alan, Dev, and Mark. J has entered the Cyclone. Hey, J360 Legion, back so soon? Yeah, we're doing a little bit of unorthodox methods today on the Cyclone. And why not? It's Saturday, you know. Super Saturday, that is. By the way, Alan, how do you feel about that whole Vikings versus Eagles game? I thought the Vikings were going to slay the Eagles. I was wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah. A lot of wild stuff happened that night, huh? You know, what what gets me, though, is as I was sitting there with my parents watching the game, right? My mom was up there talking some serious trash, though. She was like this. She was like, oh, you know, why are the Vikings even here? They're not a good team. I'm like, that team is pretty awesome. But it's just they were not ready for Philly. I mean, we were adamant. We have amazingly, we have depth. We had to prove that to everybody. Case Keenum was definitely exposed that game, too. (laughs) Uh, Well, yeah, but you know what? Everybody in the Minnesota Vikings team, they were talking some serious trash. But as soon as they went in there and realized the ultimate test was there and they just didn't have it together. I mean, they didn't even have strategy after a while. You um, noticed that, I, right? They just yeah. threw it all away. It's not like the Vikings didn't belong there. Just like, as you said, I don't think they knew what they were getting into. Was they That Philly fans were so rowdy. Well, yeah. <laughs> not the, Anytime you got to put Crisco on the poles to keep people from climbing it, you have people getting fights with the Philadelphia police. And that's just the minors there I'm just naming out. Yeah, like, I don't think they were ready for an hostile, like, uh, um, place like that. Well, they were, like, if it was Green Bay in Minnesota in the championship. And then you have to remember that Doug Peterson is a damn good coach, not to mention the two coordinators that surround him. You know, which one of them we got from you, Al? <laughs> nah. I think, I think his name is Mr. Schwartz, if you will. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> You know what, though? You're right. Jim Schwartz is looking good. Doug Peterson looks damn good. And Frank, right? I hope we don't lose any of those coaches anytime soon. But I'm sure at least after next season, we're going to lose a couple of them. You know, you know what's upsetting? I hate that when I think throughout the Vikings dilemma, and this happened with Atlanta last year, when, oh, yeah, that offensive coordinator is all but going to get that job at whether they win or lose this game. Yeah. It's like, I hate that. I hate when teams do that. They interview the coaches when they're in the playoffs. They're not supposed to, but they do. That's just, it ruins the freaking thing. 
Well, not only that, but it gets reported as heavily as it does. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, yeah. kind of take kind of takes the kind of takes the point of view away from like what's going on currently. But you see, the thing is, you do want to pay attention to what's built for the future. So I see why they do it. It gets a bit much sometimes. And Mark is right. About a couple of years, as soon as the right deal comes along, or they feel as though, hey, it's time to move on, they'll be shipping out, and all we have are memories. Some fun and plenty of butthurt. Anyways, it's time to get to the meat and potatoes of this whole Saturday special of ours. Take it away, Alan. What are we expecting the Super Bowl? What are we expecting? Well, this now now I'll start talking because I got a lot of thoughts on the Super Bowl. Are you here? Okay. Well, good. You can lead us in then. Yeah. Okay. Well, the first thing I want to say is I think a lot of people are downplaying the Eagles, but even though they did crush the Vikings. I will say this. I believe the Eagles are a better team than the Patriots. And that's something I would not have said years ago. Um, But I do believe that the Eagles are a better team than the Patriots. And I think that they have the skill to win this game. But I also think to myself, the refs love Tom Brady. And that's one thing we will definitely have going against us. Not to mention Tom Brady's poise. Bill Belichick's poise, and what they're able to do with just the two of them. I mean, it's going to be a tough matchup, but I really believe that the Eagles can take this home. I really believe they can win this, and that's something I wouldn't have boasted about years ago. It's the first season, the first time that I actually can honestly say that they have a chance to win the Super Bowl, and they've been my team since I was a kid, and I really believe that not only with the players they have, but the coaching that they have and the heart and the drive that they have, the fact that they work as a team is going to push them over the top. Now, that being said, that does not take away from the Patriots. The Patriots are still a good team, and they stay focused, and they want it just as bad, and they have that experience. This is Tom Brady and Bill Belichick's eighth Super Bowl together. That says something, but that doesn't mean that they're going to take it home. I believe the Eagles got this. Okay. Jay, what do you, you think? Well, first off, vote Mark for president. And secondly, <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, that was really good. I already did, man. I already did. Oh, yeah. For sure, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But, you know, I am glad that this is pretty much a rematch of – see, a lot of people want to compare the 2004 game all the time. And the thing is, it's not the same roster. I mean, sure, you know, Peterson studied under Andy Reid. And, you know, the thing about it is he's got that skill set. But, you see, Peterson doesn't necessarily choke like Andy Reid did. And he didn't have to work with that roster that Andy Reid did. You know what I'm saying? As we got a pretty stable roster here, and he's got pretty good lieutenants underneath of him, not to mention a very responsive team, there's something there to look at. We're not necessarily... We, you know, like I said, we they don't see us on that same level as the Patriots, and I give them that. But it's like this. We are at that same level, though, and we can take them down. And if we're smart enough, we can win this. And the thing is, we have to have some faith in our team so that we can do so. Now, that doesn't mean that we need to go break some damn car windows and say Philly for life and turn Minnesota into our bitch. No, no, we don't have to do that. In a way, we kind of did that. We, we don't need to do that. But the thing about it is, is that we have a chance to win against Belichick and all of them. You know what I'm saying? 
Of course, that what Mark said with the uh, refs being on Tom Brady's side, yeah, we'll be seeing a lot of that happening. But I think we'll be okay. So I'm picking the Eagles most definitely on this. Oh, actually, hey, Mark, did you notice that there are some Eagles fans out there that don't want to watch the game because the Patriots are the team to beat? Why is that? I couldn't tell you, brother. Like, I mean, they sitting right here saying, oh, you know what? Yeah, I'm glad the boys made it to the Super Bowl, but um, I, I won't watch the game. It's the New England Patriots they're playing against. I was like, really? If you ever needed a bigger example of weak and pathetic, it's those kind of people. I mean, no offense to some of you casuals out there, but that's just as bad as saying, oh, I'm only watching the Super Bowl because of the halftime show, or I'm watching the Super Bowl because of the commercials, even though you get all the commercials early anyway nowadays, because people just can't wait anymore. Fake fan? I I guess they are just here for the, um, I guess they are just here for us to win and get our keys to go to the game, I guess. They probably were those. They probably were those Miami Heat fans at bandwagon the second LeBron went to Miami, or the time Kevin Durant went to the Warriors. But still, it's just sad. It's like that. See, that's a slap in the face to all of us diehard Eagles fans that wanted this to happen. You know what I mean? Think of all the sacrifices and strives that those boys went through. We almost lost our kicker. We lost our first string quarterback. We lost Darren Sproles. And that's just the tip of the iceberg of people we have lost. Not to mention plenty that are on IR right now, who may not even come back. And I then don't you're think gonna... Sproles is coming back next year. I, I hope he does, but, you know, it's a long shot. Well, I don't think he's going to make the roster because I don't think they have a need for him. Mm. Well, you never really know until next year. When you made that trade for that Dolphins running back, I think the writing's been on the wall for him. Yeah. It, it could be. But the point is, is this, after all the sacrifices and strives that we made, and you're going to go pull something like that, that that's that's disgusting. I don't have respect for people like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you got to see this to the end. I mean, win or lose, you got to be there for your team. You know, it, it could happen either way. It could be a repeat of that last game. It could be. But the thing about it is, I don't see it being that way because things are different now. The Patriots, on the other hand, they're still the same team to a point. They're the veterans, and we're the fresh Eagles team on the block. But, you know, like, this is our time. We could pull a great win. We could actually make something out of this. Either way, history is going to be made. And it was throughout the playoffs leading to this event. I mean, nope. nobody nobody really believed in us until we started winning and having streaks. Remember we had that streak there for a while? And then we lost against, um... Who who we lose against the first time? Are you talking about this season? Yeah, in this season, like... The Chiefs so, and the Seahawks. Yeah, like as soon as that happened, everybody was like, oh, we, we suck again. Oh, we're not a good Eagles team anymore. You know, it's like, how can you say that? Yeah, I, I didn't think that at all. And you know what, let me let me just bring up a point. Going back to comparisons between this Super Bowl and the last Super Bowl between the Eagles and the Patriots. That season, I did not see the Eagles as a dominant team. I did not see the Eagles as a team that was going to beat the Patriots in that Super Bowl. I was not confident. I am confident in this team. It's a totally different team, a totally different feel. It's just when I watch them play and to see, like, just a game plan, the game plan, it, it's just sick good. And I have never been able to feel that way about an Eagles team ever, where I've ever actually said, damn, that was a good game plan. Like, mm-hmm. I, I like Reed, but I don't even think Reed ever had a good game plan like that. Like, this is just mind-blowing. 
what we're seeing. And it's something that nobody expected. It's kind of like how all Philadelphia teams are waking up and saying, you know what, let's get that contendership. Because even the Sixers are looking good. Yeah. And it's only a matter of time before, I, I don't know if you watch baseball or not, Mark, but uh, even the Phillies seem like they want to get their stuff together. And, and you know, we haven't really been paying that much attention to hockey here on the Cyclone. So I, I don't know what the Flyers are doing, but I, I'll probably follow up on that in another episode. It's just they're better gonna... than the Sabres. Okay, well, at least there's a shining chance. But like I was <sighs> saying, hey, you brought that on yourself, pal. I know. But the whole point is, is that we're going for that contendership. This is pretty much like the first installment of the Rocky series. Because the Patriots are that team to beat. And the fact that we managed to go the distance, I mean, you can't just say that, hey, oh, they're playing against the Patriots, I can't watch the game. No, 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 see, that's not a that's not a Philadelphia Eagles fan. Yeah. That, that's not a Philadelphia Eagles fan at all. I don't care if they try to say, oh, I've been there ever since, you know, Jeff Garcia was on the team. If they even say any of that kind of stuff, dude, that's that's not a Philadelphia Eagles fan. That's somebody that found either a benchmark or somebody to identify with to justify their means. And it's not a good look. There's only one game and one team to beat, and we are there. We are that second team, and they can't take that from us. So that's a good thing. I mean, for throughout all of Eagles history. Anytime we were that team, the matchup with that other team, we never did win, but we were there. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And I mean, we got to give that we got to give that some respect. Otherwise, it could have been a Packers thing. <laughs> it could have been those that you probably suspected to win. I mean, from the most part, outside of everything that happened throughout this whole entire playoff season, it's like, uh, like, was anybody out there really identifiable on the NFC side? You know what I'm saying? Um, it was different this year. It was. It was actually a very entertaining place. I mean, I, who would have thought the Rams would have gotten as far as he did? Exactly. Well, I suppose I should put my side of the story on this. Well, you go on ahead, wild man. I mean, you've been quiet. Go on. Well, before I make my pick, I'm watching, shout out to the Archfiend, I'm making, um, I'm watching his, uh, his dog predict a winner of the Super Bowl. And this is pretty much where I'm at right now, because I've been, I, I've been confused between who, do you, who I think is going to win this. Oh, okay, okay. I see what the dog did there. I see who he picked. Okay. Now, <laughs> spoilers, by the way. Guess who he picked? Oh, uh, who? The Eagles. <laughs> Smart dog. I know. Uh, the Archfiend is uh, one of the, like, a very hardcore dedicated Eagles fan. I give the guy props. But here's the thing. As you guys said, they're comparing that old Super Bowl team when they versed the Patriots to this one. Not necessarily. Um, yeah, you had a one-legged T.O. that game, who was not nowhere near 100% for that game. And during that time, who did they even have for a second wide receiver? Was it Freddie Mitchell, Todd Pigston? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. They had a good running back in Brian Westbrook, but Westbrook isn't as good as Blount. Um, as good as Blount. Um, is it Blount or Blunt? Blunt. Yes, okay. Blunt. Yeah, they didn't have, like, Westbrook was kind of like a, he could run, he was kind of like a C.J. Spiller, Darren Sproles, he was kind of more of a catch-first running back. But yeah, so, yeah, they have a lot better running game. Their defense is way better than it was, you know, that year when they went on, went against the Patriots. And that Patriot team from that year is, was a lot better than the Patriot team this year. I mean... I don't think the Patriots have a cornerback that's going to be good enough to stop Alshon Jeffrey. A lot of things changed about that. And, you know, Foles isn't that bad. Like, I thought he was terrible, but, 
He proved me wrong. But yeah, I mean, if he can catch that lightning in a bottle like he did that NFC Championship game, I don't think the Patriots could stop him. However, the thing that I'm scared about is what happens if um, the Patriots go up, I mean, the Eagles go up 24-0 at halftime. Are the Eagles going to play not to lose in the second half like the Jacksonville Jaguars did? Or kind of like how the Falcons did in the Super Bowl? No. And that's the thing. I don't care if you're up 42 to zero by halftime. It's the freaking Patriots. Like you, I you, like you have to keep pounding and pounding and pounding till it's over. I just want because I, I, I had something I want to touch on with that. All right, I'm glad you brought that up because that was one thing that the Eagles did differently than the Jaguars. At the end of the second quarter, instead of just kneeling on the ball, and they had less time on the clock than the Jaguars did against the Patriots. But instead of them kneeling on the ball, they actually went for more points because they were playing to win. And I know that they know that they can't just settle for anything with the Patriots. They got to play to win, not not to lose. You know what I mean? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, another thing that people failed to realize, too, the Eagles always have very good games against the Patriots, no matter who the quarterback is. Remember A.J. Feely took the undefeated Patriots to the limits? Sure did. And uh, that was an Andy Reid team. That was A.J. Feely, what, the Patriots were like 11-0 or something. I don't remember what the, when the game was. But A.J. Feely literally took him to the limits. And A.J. Feely is nowhere near as good as Nick Foles is. Yeah, and can, can I say something real quick? Sure. I feel like I kind of – I should say this because I've always been a supporter of Foles and there was something that I said before the last game that I shouldn't have said, but I did. And I said – going into the game the Eagles against the Vikings because at that time that's the way it looked I said I would have rather taken Keenum over Foles even though I've always been a big fan of Foles and you look at that game and that made me kind of eat my words a little bit and I'm happy it did because I knew he was good and I did stick up for him before that week I just I uh I felt like Keenum was on a hot streak and Foles came out and you know proved his colors you know and uh and what I said was wrong because looking at that and realizing that he was playing like the Foles I knew he could be made me think to myself, like, all right, maybe I was letting some of that hype get into my head because there was some bad games. But some of them bad games, you know, did have a little bit to do with the wind and stuff. And that's one thing that I want to point out about the Super Bowl, too, is they're going to be playing in a dome, but the wind ain't going to be a factor, which could prove to be really good for Foles. True. Yeah. So all in on my pick... You know, all that aside, uh, I want the Eagles to win. I do. <laughs> but every time I've picked against the Eagles, they won. So I am picking the Patriots because I want to be wrong. I mean, yeah, he's taking one for the team. All right. I think it's going to be a very close game, and I think Granikowski is going to kick a game-winning field goal. <clears throat> so I think it's going to be like 27-24 Patriots. Hey, all I know is this. You can't renege on it. That's it. I know. No, I want to be wrong. <laughs> I know that, Al. I'm just saying, you know, you can't make no changes. Remember that one time you sent me a text and you said, uh, can I change my pick? And I said, no. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Boy, it was a crazy game that day. Well, I think it was a New York Giants game. <laughs> oh, man. I do that to you all the time, though. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter what sport, really. Yeah, it's like the last hour. Then I'm like, can I change my pick? No. 
as I said, another thing, another factor too, is um, if Gronk is really groggy and he still can't um, fully practice and he's not ready yet, that could be the biggest difference maker of this game. And as of this episode, he's cleared the play. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, to a point. I don't know what it is. As soon as as soon as Gronk went down, though, the Jags had to had to really face the wrath of the Patriots that game. So, you know, some, sometimes when you lose like your important people, <laughs> it actually makes them play harder. So let, let's give it to the Patriots on that. Either way, we got a game to watch. And also, I also think the Eagles for Elshon Jeffrey and Torrey Smith are probably a lot better receivers than Todd Pinkston and Freddie Mitchell. Yeah, most likely. Yeah. God, God, remember, remember how bad Todd Pinkston was? Yeah, he was pretty bad. Uh-huh. Oh my! I mean, and they made him actually a decent wide receiver on Madden, but he had like 90 speed in that game, but he couldn't catch. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. what? I wanted to, I wanted to mention something to you guys. Did you guys hear about Doug Peterson having Brett Favre come in and talk to the team on Saturday? That's awesome. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. Hey, he's trying, man. You, you know, you, you got to get, you know. I have the utmost respect for Doug Peterson right now. And well, it's, everybody so, in Green Bay loves Doug Peterson. Peterson. He was Favre's backup for years. Yeah, for like seven years, right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Doug Peterson, nobody like really took him seriously. When, they, when he got hired, I remember thinking to myself, like, this doesn't look like one of those, like, fantastic hires but I bet you anything he's going to come out and he's going to kill it like and then the reason I thought about that and maybe this is the wrong way of thinking of it but I was looking at it like he's a former quarterback who studied under Reed who's worked with all these other great quarterbacks who seems to have a pretty good idea of what he's doing you know he rose up to the coaching ranks so quick you know to get where he is right now and his second year getting the Eagles to the Super Bowl, you don't see that. I mean, with the Eagles, we've been there three times, well, two times prior to this. Mm-hmm. And look at all the other coaches that failed to just get there. You know, it's weird. You know what the hiring kind of reminds me of? Like, remember when the Packers fired Mike Sherman and we just fired, um, we hired Mike McCarthy and everyone's like, who? Like, no one really knew who he was. He was like, what was he? Wasn't he like the quarterback's coach for the San Francisco 49ers? Was he? Yeah, I think so. That's when he got hired. Um, and, like, within three years, that team was dominating the playoffs after a 4-12 season. And then they knew his name. I know. Unfortunately, they had a cheap freaking general manager. <laughs> yeah, it's funny you say that because Andy Reid, he was the quarterback's coach for the Packers before he got hired on with the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me see. Here. He was the offensive coordinator for the 49ers. Uh, McCarthy? Yeah. Oh, he was the. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was a bad year too. That was when um Alex Smith just got drafted. That uh, was that one in fifteen year. Yeah, you're right. Mhm. Oh, that was bad. Didn't he get benched for uh Ken Dorsey? No, he didn't. I don't think he did. Alex Smith. No, I think he started like sixteen games that year. Alex Smith. I don't know. But oh, that was a bad year. I could go on and on about that season, but I'm not going to. That's for another episode. Touching on that the uh, 49ers were ranked 30th was drafted. Hmm. Was it Kevin Barlow the main running back then? I think he was. Oh, Kevin Barlow. Oh, my goodness. 
No, I think they actually had Frank Gore that season. Hold on, I'm looking this up. Hold on. Hey, uh, by the way, I don't know if you guys have been uh, keeping a list of at least five teams for us to look out for next year, but definitely put the 49ers on it. Oh, yeah. 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 Now, however, though, we do have to go ahead and wrap the show up. So, as for tidying everything, let's take a look and see what you and the J360 Legion have chosen for your winner of Super Bowl 52. And, of course, if you ever want to hang out with us or speak to us about anything, you know, any sort of J360 production in general, hit us up on Twitter, at J360 Productions. Because we have these little polls now and again, and as we continue to build and strive and promote interactivity with our fan base out there, you know, this is your way of communicating with us. In addition to email, but who does that now? If you do, however, the email is J360Productions at Outlook.com. Just put the show's name and episode in the subject line and send us any sort of questions. But now, back to the poll. So let's see what's up on Twitter. From what you have here, let's see. It's 50% for the New England Patriots and it's 50% for the Philadelphia Eagles. Wow, polarized. Okay, so I guess you're all in for a big game too, huh? So the only other thing to do is just see what happens on Sunday. I think everything's going to be pretty interesting, but that about does it for the time we have now, so I want to thank everybody for coming in and joining us on this Saturday special here at the Cyclone. On behalf of the Cyclone crew, this is Jay, signing off.